I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about dinner at Hot Pato in Orlando and meaty brand classic steaks. We'll also eat a vegan Kit Kat bar. Whoa, bow, bow, bow. whoa. Hey, hey, Rebecca. Hey, David. What? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's the holidays are over. We did it. And everybody. we're back. We survived them. We missed a week, the thing we said we would not do. I think five weeks ago, we agreed that we would not do it. We would not miss a week. That's the it. Um, we have done that twice <laughs> in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe six weeks. This last time, though, uh, was unavoidable. I had the flu, and then Dave had the flu, and then our kid had the flu. There was just no way. My jury's still out on whether it's flu or not. Yeah. But it felt like the flu. It sure did. There was a lot of coughing. There was a lot of sneezing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of sniffing. There still is all of these things. But yeah. now we have energy and can walk around yeah. where we just couldn't for several days. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but we're better, Toeheads. We're better. Well. I have skated several times since yeah. then. That doesn't mean you're better, though. <laughs> I went ice skating. Mm-hmm. This was my second or th- third, third time ice skating. Yeah, because you went ice skating. That was our last main episode oh yeah well i did it again yeah and it was really great y'all did you know that it's a lot easier to spin in ice skates than in roller skates wow i could just spin forever and i was going so fast it was really fun i didn't know that it is because in roller skating you have four directions to worry about side to side which you do with ice skates too to think about not worry um but also front and back. Where's my weight front to back? But in ice skating, once you get that sweet spot, you just go forever. Hmm. Roller skating, you've got to keep your, your got to think about more edges and be doing a little bit more work to keep going. Is this true of trucks and inline skates? Do you see me adding like thoughtful questions to your roller skating updates? Yes. This, I don't know about in lines on quads. Did I stump you with my first thoughtful question about skating? <laughs> I think so. This is why you don't go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about in lines. I've never uh, skated in them. Well, I'm, or I'm spun in them. I'm going to get some in lines. Yeah. Eventually. It seems 26. Fun. Yeah. 26. I figure by then I'll have skated on my quads 10 times. Yeah. And be ready to have a dual path to be able to wake up one morning and choose quads or inlines. Some of my friends and I have been talking about um, how unstoppable we would be on the belt line in inline skates because they're so much faster Yeah, for outdoors that it does seem like you real fun. I think unstoppable in the bad way, though, too. <laughs> I think you will run into people. No, because you got brakes. You got a brake on there. You learn how to control your speed. You should. Yeah. I'm. You guys are zippy zippers. Yeah, but we also know how to slow down and I, stop. I'm not. I'm not arguing that you're not all thoughtful people on the belt line. <laughs> I'm saying that with the inlines that increase speed, 
until you figure it out, some people are going to get bumped into. I mean, maybe, yeah. You might bump into like a big dude who wants to make a stink about it. And then what would you do? Skate away because I'd be so fast. Whoa, but you'd be on the ground. Yeah. So you'd have to get up. And I'd get right out of there. So in that situation Mm -hmm. where, just to be clear, you have skated a little too close to the sun Mm speed-wise on your new inline skates. You're on the belt line. Yeah. Let's say the skate crew, not there. I'm by myself. They're ahead. They're behind. Let's say they're ahead. They're probably ahead. They're ahead. They're faster than me sometimes. Well, no. So, oh, you're being a little reckless, though, a little overconfident. You're going fast. You're zipping. Yeah. You're you're saying I'm unstoppable. Right. And then you boom right into a big burly guy. Mm-hmm. You fall down. Big burly guy turns around. What's this? And you. So you have two options. One, you scramble to your feet and you get away. Right. Two. You scramble to your feet. You kind of engage with the big burly man for a couple of minutes. In what way? I don't know. Being like, hey, sorry, I'm new. Try to explain yourself or, you know, trying to fuse this. He's turning redder and redder Mm -hmm. as he's talking to you. He seems terrifying. Yeah. Well, he's like one and a half times your height. Oh, boy. And one and a half times my height. So like twice your height. A giant. Yeah. Just and cannot stress burly enough. Like. He could like lift a lawnmower over his head probably. Yeah. And so he's getting redder and redder. Do you buy a little bit of time to make a more thoughtful escape or are you just scrambling trying to get away from the jump? I guess is my point. Oh, I think I'd do a combo where I would be getting up so I could get away if in case, but I'd apologize. You got to apologize. Yeah. I I, I apologize if I get to go past somebody too close. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's scary. Yeah. You know what I would do? What? I would, when he, as he's turning around, I would also be turning around. And I would be like, who did that? (laughs) That's a good plan. See, I like it. That's what, that's what internet me would do. Mm -hmm. Real life me would scramble on my arms until I was out of kicking range. (laughs) Probably scramble into the brush on the side of the belt line. <laughs> then try and like get up and like, like, you know, shaky like my way out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably just get out of there, but I would definitely apologize like over my shoulder as I'm leaving because you don't want to find out if it's going to go badly. No. You got to get out of there. And on the belt line, you're on camera. You're on several cameras Most on likely. the belt line. You are on socials already without even knowing it yes the second an altercation goes down the cameras come out yeah I, I actually so listener i also just returned from skating the belt line today it was <laughs> dave almost spat out his soda uh it was very it's sunny and it's in like the high 40s which is pretty nice weather for skating and so um i hit the belt line with some friends and um we were we stopped at this place that had um, a stand of gooders. They sell all those gooders at that one shipping container shop Maybe on the Maybe explain Beltline. what a gooder is. Gooders are, are running sunglasses that are really great. And skaters like them too for the same reasons. Because they stay put when you're spinning and jumping and sweating. and They stuff. are great for that. Yeah. And they're great at the different color options. But don't put them in your pocket. And they're great <laughs> at the price point. Yeah. If you aren't wearing them, put them on your head. Don't put them in your pocket. They're not a durable pair of sunglasses. No, yeah. gooders are not made to last. Yeah. Anyway, they were shopping for gooders. And uh, so the people who weren't shopping, we were just chit-chatting. And we did spy a lady covertly filming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were always on. I think that says something about our society. Yeah. What do you think it says? That we're voyeurs? I think, you know, like... We're all just so social, even in our media, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. we're moving away from traditional, like one directional media. Yeah. Now our media is going in all directions. It's a real two way street. Our yeah. Media. It's being as social as we are, sometimes more social than we are. Yeah. So I'm just saying, watch out because I will, because you never know who's looking. It's true. Even right now. 
There's nobody in here. Oh, well. That you know about. No, no. Yeah. I think that... First, let me be clear, because I don't think I've been clear this whole time. I hope this doesn't happen. Oh, good. What, the burly guy? Yes. Okay, back to that guy. What did you think I meant? I don't know. I, th- I wasn't sure. You're going to change the subject. <laughs> To a different skating-related subject. So it wasn't. It was more of a gentle detour. Okay. Well, I hope that the burly man incident, incident, I, I just hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> Me too, Dave. Um, but I think you've got the right plan if Thank it you. does. I appreciate it. Can you talk to the rest of the BBSC and see what they would do in that situation? I'll take a survey. I would like to know. You can bleep these names. Yes. I'd like to know what Kim would do in that situation. Yeah. I'd like to know what Leo would do in that situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll ask them. You have to impress upon them mm-hmm. the size of the man. He's Nobody is getting tall. out of this alive if he's mad. Okay. Okay. He's 12 feet tall. No, he's like you one and a half. You said twice. You're, oh, one and a half. He's nine feet tall. Okay. Let's be realistic though. This is not like a fairy tale. <laughs> Can you take this seriously? So it's not sorry. a fairy tale. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if I was, if you took the David Streepy body making machine, mm-hmm. get me one of those. I need an earlier model. And you dial it up to like 2X. <laughs> okay. Like that. Yeah. You just have to be clear. I'll be clear. It's not like a video game boss. It's not like a monster. It's a, it's a human with feelings and logic and reason, but you bumped into them. They're mad. And if you don't defuse this or get away, you are going to be, there is no beating this guy. I see. Okay. Got it. All right. I'll find out tomorrow when we go skating. So what's he doing by himself on the belt line? Is he with friends? No, he's surely with friends. I'm picturing him with friends. I like to be by myself on the belt line. It is fun. Along with my thoughts and my music. I um I skated with my friends today, but then they were going on to do like a whole other leg and I wanted to come back here so I could mm. eat something and record and mm-hmm. just get my life together for the week. And um, I skated back by myself and I forgot how fun skating by yourself is. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I skate in a group, I mean, it's still fun. It's different kind of fun though. You end up chit-chatting, but by myself, I get to like jam out some of my music I got a round. It's fun. I got a friend who likes to run with people, Mm -hmm. wants to run with me. And I just, I can't do that. I can't talk to you while I'm running. Oh, I like to do some and some. Oh, no. I got, I'm in bubble mode. Don't pop my bubble. It's actually what I like about the people I skate with is that usually you can choose your own adventure. You could chit chat, but you can also just change your speed and Mm. like lose somebody if you want to skate by yourself. Yeah. And no one bats an eye. Wow. It's real nice. Everybody wants to skate by themselves a little bit or, you know, zone out a little bit with music bopping around. Can I just say how um, the difference in your availability to explore topics that are not on the script is like 10 times what it is after skating. <laughs> When we record after skating than when we record before skating. I'm just real chill. <laughs> Where you're just like, can Let's... we get to the fucking toe news? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I have one more question before we move on, though. Yeah. It's the new year. It's 2024. Yeah, it is. And I know you don't do resolutions. Yeah. Do you do? No, you do do. And I'm going to put you on the spot to ask you, do you have any goals for 2024? You can just pick one. You don't need to have a list. It doesn't even need to be a big goal. It could be, I need, I'd need. i like to wake up earlier. It could be anything. You wish. But no, I, <laughs> you wake kidding. up before me. Oh, yeah. Except on the weekends. Yeah, on the weekends, that would be nice, yes. I don't, I don't really have any big goals. You don't have any big goals. I don't think so. I kind of try to, like, here's the thing about January and in the industry that I am in is that it is like when you are a food blogger, Starting mid to late September through, it peters out towards really around Valentine's Day. It is pedal to the metal work-wise. That is like when people are, especially when you're vegan, that's when people are looking for recipes 
because of the holidays, because it's January and everybody's going vegan. And uh, so it's really hard for me to wrap my head around it. Like, I feel like my my new year is like, it happens around my birthday. Mm. <laughs> That's when things start to, to mellow a little bit and I can like think about working on myself. Hmm. Unless wanting ice skates is a goal, but I don't think so. No, but I think like you could have business goals. Oh, make more money. Oh, okay. It's a goal. <laughs> okay. What's your, what are your goals? Do you Look, have one of my goals. One of my goals. I have several. Okay. They're not like, they don't have a start date of January 1st and they don't have a completion date of December 31st. Oh. But I have goals. It's always nice to be thinking about your goals yeah. and measuring your progress on your goals and being kind for yourself for falling short and patting yourself on the back for exceeding them. Yeah. You know, one of my goals is to prioritize solo travel more. Oh, yeah. I did it last year. I really enjoyed it. I'd like to find more opportunities to do that. I don't want it to come at the expense of family travel or couples travel. But I would like to prioritize that as a thing that that I do and do more of it. Yeah. You know? That's very fun. I have some career goals. I have um, I have like health goals and workout goals. Mm. Oh, yeah. Then I do have goals. I would like to learn the zero. Okay. I have, a, I have a whole list of dance moves that I'd like to learn in 2024. Okay. I'm not going to list them for you. It would mean nothing. All right. Right? They just all have goofy names like the zero and the toe jam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm training for a half marathon in September. Yay. That is a goal. That is a goal. See, you have goals. I have goals. Okay. So I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of solo travel, uh, like I said, last April, I did some solo travel for a couple of weeks, went to West Coast and also to Orlando. One of the places in Orlando we actually talked about in a mini episode uh, was called Hotopato. It was a hot pot place in, I want to say Winter Park? It's not Orlando. really Winter Park. It's Orlando. Is it Orlando? Okay. Yes. That part of town is like on a, on a line. Yeah, it's in Orlando. Okay. Because I, um, I looked it up for... Um, yeah. Purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Or information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mother took my father and I there when I was, again, solo traveling. And I loved it so much, talked it up so much, was so excited to bring you and our child And we finally got a chance to over the holidays while we were all in Orlando celebrating Christmas. So on December, on Christmas Eve, I think, right? Mm -hmm. We did it on Christmas Eve. We went to Hotto Pato, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I think we started a tradition of going to Hotto Pato on Christmas Eve. Yes, it was amazing. So in the previous episode, Dave made it sound so good, and he showed me pictures and videos of his food that looked just delightful and um so i couldn't wait to go and we went for lunch on christmas eve like dave mentioned uh and it was a delight we ordered too much food we learned some lessons Mm -hmm. and uh but i i just i can't wait to go back so if you're not familiar with hot pot the way that auto pato works which i think is pretty standard at a hot pot place is that there is a burner in the middle of your table at Hotto Pato, there's two burners at, on a, at a four top. Mm-hmm. And um, they bring out, you order the broth that you want, and they bring out your broth in a pot, and then they heat it up on the table. And then all the mix-ins, like if, the, if you get veggies or mushrooms or whatever it is, they all come uncooked in like little baskets and bowls. Mm-hmm. And you add everything to the broth. There's a list of cooking times. Um, for veggies, it's all like three to five minutes. And um, you make your own soup. And there's also a collection of sauces and seasonings, stuff like minced garlic, chili crisp, all kinds of delicious mix-ins. Uh-huh. So you can season your broth and then add the veggies and what whatnot, like in whatever combinations you want. Yeah. It's so fun and interactive. It's a lot of fun. The table gets really crowded. 
Mm-hmm. Once once the stuff starts getting cooked, because you're basically on shift work the entire time. Yeah. You're cooking and eating at the same time after that first round is available. Um, and so there's a, a real estate problem that we were having. Yeah. We also overordered that. I think that was part of it. We did overorder, but I think that with three people, that's going to happen. Yeah. And also you're like, I don't know how long it takes somebody to be good at hot pot, but I would, I would wager that most of the people at a place like this are not. And we were not. And by good, I mean, we weren't cooking it well. We weren't cooking it efficiently. We weren't like you'd pull stuff out of the hot pot and you put it on a plate and there would be like, in my case, there would be broth on the plate. And so now the plate is kind of like, oh, it's a big wet plate. I got to be mindful about what else I'm pulling out and putting on this wet plate, mm-hmm. you know. So it was, it was messy, but it was a fun kind of messy. Yeah. So the, the way, other oh, go the on. other thing I wanted to say. Yeah. You kind of nudged at this, but just to point out that every person gets their own broth, regardless of how many things you order. So there's two burners, but we had a pot that was divided in two, and we each got the broth that we wanted. Yes. So the way that it works is you choose, they have uh, dinner specials on their menu and they're basically like where you're choosing your style, I guess. So they had meat ones, but there's also a vegetable dinner, which is just like all the veggies and some tofu. Or there's the other vegan one that was on there is the mushroom dinner, which is all kinds of veggies and a shocking amount of mushrooms for the price that you pay. Yeah. Just so many mushrooms. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. My eyes got so big when the, when she brought out this basket just brimming with mushrooms. Yeah. So incredible. And so then you choose your broth. So you choose your dinner. We got a vegetable dinner, which has a ton of veggies, bok choy, Chinese broccoli, spinach, regular broccoli, watercress, snow peas, carrots, baby corn, bean curd sticks, which is like... um tofu skins, veggie dumplings, Napa cabbage, tofu, and rice sticks. And then the mushroom dinner had, get ready, because it's so exciting, even to read it aloud, oyster mushroom, king oyster mushroom, enoki, beach mushrooms, straw mushrooms, and shiitakes, along with broccoli, baby corn, carrots, dumplings, and rice sticks. Every kind of mushroom you can imagine. Yeah. Except for button. The most boring of the mushrooms. Yeah. All the best mushrooms came out. Um, And then you got to choose your broth. It was a little confusing as to which broths were vegan, but for sure their miso broth and their rice broth were vegan. Those were the two that we got. There's an avocado one that I think maybe had dairy in it, uh, but I'm not 100% sure. A creamy onion that sounds like it had dairy, and then a tofu tomato that was not recommended to us. So I'm assuming... If you want to play it safe at this place, miso and rice are your options. Um, We got the miso and the kid got the rice and they were both delightful. Um, I wish I could tell you more about what the rice broth tastes like, but the kid, um, as soon as he found out that minced garlic was one of the seasoning options and all of the little cups of sauces, he immediately put a wild amount of garlic into his broth. So it became garlic broth. And it honestly, it was delicious. I had some and it was delightful. Uh, but I don't know what the rice broth tasted like. Yeah. Uh, but Dave and I both got the miso broth. That's right. And I loaded mine up with a lot of chili oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice. Had a nice little heat to it. I got to say, if we had gotten, we did over, over or we did over order. We over We over ordered. We ordered. Um, but if we had gotten the mushroom dinner, I think we would have been disappointed by the amount of veggies that were included in that. There yes. did not have a ton of veggies. It, and most was, of it was cabbage. I was about to say there's a ton of Napa cabbage. Yeah. on. It, it was at the bottom of yeah. the basket. So you had to kind of get to it. Yeah. Yeah. And like... I think that if we were going again, like when we, when go, we, are going when again, we go next time... We should get the veggie dinner and then you can order stuff a la carte. Right. And I think just add a bunch of mushrooms a la carte. Yeah. Um, so we got the uh, 
Oh, Dave, you added ramen to yours. That's right. And then um, they have a bunch of vegan meat options or vegetarian meat options on the menu. Not all of them are vegan. So someone went over with us which ones were and weren't. And we ended up getting the vegan pork slices mm-hmm. to add to ours. Mm-hmm. And I thought those were lovely. I thought those were lovely. I got jalapenos. I did not get um, noodles because we got rice noodles with one of the... Oh, that came with... Yes. Oh, I thought you ordered those separate. No. no, Dave did not add ramen. JK, dudes. Yeah. It's just important to have integrity when we report on things like this. Absolutely. Don't want to get into a Brian Williams situation, you know? Yeah. So we just sauced it up and it was amazing. So we ordered two dinners and there was, we, I, I ate soup at least once a day for the whole next like four days. Yeah. I don't like leftovers. So, um, I think I had it one more time. (laughs) The kid and I had so much leftover soup. There were leftovers for days and days, like for multiple people because of how we over ordered. Honestly, maybe we would just go and overorder again so that we can eat soup for days. It was really good. Yeah, I I was going to say maybe we just do the all you can eat and not do leftovers because there was a, it was a scramble. And then you've oh. got like six plastic containers that are holding soup. Yeah, we did bring home like a lot, like yeah. quarts of soup. Yeah. I do want to say that there was one other party in the dining room and they were doing it so much better than we were. You they look, said it, they ate there all the time. Yeah. But I mean, you looked at our table and it looked like three toddlers <laughs> ate at that table. It was just a mess. Yeah. And I was embarrassed by the mess. Not just not embarrassed by the hot pot messiness of it, but just embarrassed of the like, it was a very slobby presentation of us and then i looked over at these people having like having a cocktail and laughing and and doing their their food in the hot pot and it was just such a clean table and there weren't drops of broth all over the place and that's goals you know yeah we'll get there i want to shout out those people (laughs) shout out to those people yeah uh honestly it was just a good time i I love soup, as you know, and uh, the chance to just soup it up and all of those mushrooms and adding all of those sauces. I added a ton of garlic and ginger to my broth, and it was delightful. And, of course, um, the chili crisp. Yeah. I'm ready to go back. Yeah. Let's do it. This is Talking Toe News. All right. Hey, it's the first talking toe news of 2024. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news, present it for discussion. Sometimes Becky likes it. Sometimes she doesn't. Um, This week's article is from vegoutmag.com from January 3rd, 2024. So this one's in the new year as well. Mm -hmm. Becky's got her pen to the paper, ready to write down whatever it is. This one, she already knows this headline. The Body Shop is now 100% certified vegan. That's right. The smelly old shop that you walk by in the mall that you know around the corner that you're coming up on it is now 100% certified vegan. Is it? Wait, but that's Bath and Body Works. That's both. Oh, I'm not as familiar with the body shop as I am with Bath and Body Works because in the, as when I was a teen, we had a Bath and Body Works at the mm. mall. We didn't have a body shop that I'm sure? aware of. I don't think so. I think most malls had both. I think most malls had both. Maybe I was Bath- just a Bath and Body Shop girly. Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. I liked their Juniper something. I don't like Bath and Body Works because they look like the Grand Floridian Hotel and their aesthetic. <laughs> they do. Like it's like striped wallpapered walls that are pink or yellow. Very plantation Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the body shop. The body shop was more like, even Modern. back then was like hippie was like, wow, we're, we're with the earth. We're with you. We're all, we're all people together, you know? Yeah. Um, and even as a kid, I was like, well, why aren't they a hundred percent vegan? <laughs> But that is now 
The Case. The Body Shop is the first global beauty brand to have its full lineup certified by the Vegan Society. Now, it's a good point to point out that I was invited to join the Vegan Society uh, recently, and I turned down the offer. You were? Oh, uh, yes. Too political. What? Yes. The Body Shop has earned the Wait, title. what? Why? They're political? Oh, yeah. It's all like think about clubs and being exclusive and things like that. I just didn't. I just didn't want to. You know, makes, that's not my vibe, you know? Okay. The body shop. like, are they, are they taking a hard line on something? No, 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 no. It's just, you know, there's, they, when you call yourself a society. Yeah. Then you're excluding others from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just, I, I turned the invitation down. They were begging. They, they were, were begging. begging. And I turned it down. Yeah. Um, good, good work on that drawing that you're doing on the table while, Thank you. while I'm doing this. The Body Shop has earned the title of the world's first global beauty brand to attain 100% vegan certification for its entire product lineup. This significant achievement, certified by the Vegan Society, spans all categories, including skincare, body care, hair care, makeup, and fragrance. Founded on the principle that beauty should not come at the expense of animal welfare, the Body Shop has been a pioneer in cruelty-free beauty since 1989 when it first campaigned against animal testing in cosmetics. Having set an ambitious target in 2021, the Body Shop successfully transitioned from 60% to a complete vegan product range. So they were 60% in 2021. I'm I'm on their website now, and th- these the logo and stuff is ringing a lot of bells yeah. for me. Yeah, uh, the logo is very like if you were going to if you were in like an Outer Limits episode, and you were going somewhere to get your brain replaced with a different brain or a younger version of your brain or something like that. Um, The logo of the place that you would go looks like the body shop logo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. Looks like a pair of upside down headphones. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Lastly, uh, there's a lot here. Give them the click. Uh, I didn't, I didn't shout out the, the journalist. Oh, veg out team. Give veg out team the click. Yes, please do. So you might be wondering about the vegan society and I don't like to talk about them a lot um, for reasons I stated earlier, but it's in the article. So I feel compelled to report on it. The vegan society representing the global gold standard and vegan certification subjected the body shop to a meticulous assessment of over 4,000 ingredients across its extensive product catalog. That's right. The certification process ensures that every supplier and manufacturer adheres to strict vegan standards, further reinforcing the body shop's commitment to ethical and transparent practices. I really thought that would be more of a look under the hood of the inner workings of the vegan society, but we should have known that they don't like to, they don't like anybody shining a black light on their their (laughs) methods or their, their processes. Do you think they're like a secret society? Well, I'm not saying uh, like, we know about them, so it's not like a secret society. Mm-hmm. But what's known about them mm-hmm. is shrouded in mystery. Shadowy figures. That's right. That's yeah. right. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you've been talking the whole time and not waiting until the end for questions, but um, I like to keep things on format. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the body shop attaining 100% vegan? I mean, I think it's great. It makes buying vegan products more accessible. And it, I'm on their website now. And their prices seem like pretty fine. They're kind of middle of the road. That not, um, They're not like elf level cheap cosmetics. Hmm. Um, but it's cheaper than like... it's. The, I would say they, price-wise, they're ca- seems comparable to like Pacifica. Which What's, is... Good. Which is like... that. I use a lot of Pacifica products because they're like very affordable, but... Um, works better than like I, I have a lot of elf stuff too because it is cheap but for like face creams and stuff um, I tend to go for like Pacifica mm. it's a good value and this also if their products are a good quality this looks like a good good price too well how much is an unscented face moisturizer oh well I'm on their sales page because I like to look at what's oh, on sale see I don't I'm just doing this for the pot I don't look at price tags I would have just bought it but unscented face moisture. There's a hemp face protector. No. Vitamin E moisture sleeping mask. Maybe. It's like a cream. 
Aloe Multi-Use Soothing Face and Body Gel. No. No. I think that this... Face and body? No. The vitamin E, yeah. It feels like putting foot lotion on your face. (laughs) That's right. We just watched Mean Girls. I made her face smell like a foot. Yeah, this vitamin E cream looks like... uh, You called it a mask. Well, it's the same way that like Pacifica has that mask. It's a cream. Just because two people call a cream a mask, it doesn't make it not a mask. Well, it's you don't wash it off. You until much you sleep with it on. You wash it off in the morning. So it's oh. a mask like that. You leave it on. Oh, is that what like? It doesn't rub in when a when a lady is woken up in the middle of the night by something urgent and they poke their head out of the door. This is on TV, right? Of course. Is that a mask? That's is a that mask. what you're talking about? Yeah, okay. Because it stays on, but they're not all that comically. Like right. I wear, I put that, I put a face mask on every night, and, and it's you hilarious, don't see it. right? Yeah, and it's so funny, right? You're not even talking about moisturizer. You're you put on a clown mask at night, correct? And you come in and give me a kiss and say, "Time for bed." That's correct. Yeah, that's every I, night. And then when I come to bed. You're just laying there on your side with the mask still on and the eyes don't close on the mask. No. The eyes are fully open yeah. and you're looking right at me. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That's why Dave gets such good sleep. Anyway, $27 is the answer to your question. Plus. You know, we like to clown around on here, but you know what's not funny? Making money. We'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to Talking Tofu. Let's talk meaty. We've had a meaty steak, or no, we had a meaty cutlet before mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, j- the last episode we had was about, I think. Well, we, we did a ball drop, we put some balls in our mouth. Oh, yeah, I forgot we put some yeah. balls in our mouth. Link? Yep. Sorry, just reading my note out loud by mistake. Sure. I will link to the meaty chicken review um, in the show notes. What's the TLDR on the meaty chicken review? Just so we, just so listeners, you know that we don't have a lot of repeat listenership. So I want <laughs> listeners to know here what our history is. We liked it. Yeah. We liked it. I liked it more than you. Yeah. Yeah. But we liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to the meaty steak. All okay. right. So if you recall from our review of the meaty chicken. That you did not listen to. That you didn't listen to. Um... I found the cooking directions were kind of vague on it. It was, uh, I ended up undercooking them. Partly because I was in a hurry, but partly because it didn't really tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the meaty steak had very clear directions. It told you. It didn't say what temperature, so I went medium. Yeah. Um, well, I went medium high and was like, oh, this is going too fast. Yeah. Turned it down to medium. Yeah. Um, but they did give you a cooking times hmm. for various methods. So that was helpful. Um, so here's how I cooked the meaty steak. First, I opened the box. 
Okay. Then I opened the plastic wrapper that was around the two steak cutlets. Okay. She's pantomiming this work that she's done. I am. She opened the bag in front of me. I did. I opened it up. That's right. Um, okay. Then I heated some oil in the pan. It said okay. to spray them with oil, but that was for the... the it, they kind of combined the pan fry and grilling instructions. <laughs> the way, Whoever's writing these instructions, get at me. I'm mm. going to help you <laughs> clarify some things. Uh, but it says to spray them with oil... But I think that was for the grill. Mm-hmm. So I put oil in the pan, as you yep. do when you're okay. going to pan fry something. So I put some oil in the pan. Not enough. You need quite a bit of oil. These things really liked to stick. And I was mm-hmm. using a nonstick pan. Heated the oil up on medium high. Put the patties in. Realized immediately that it was too hot and turned it down. And then I seasoned it just in the pan. I sprinkled on some salt, pepper, garlic powder. Mm. And then you're supposed to flip them every two minutes. So when I flipped them the first time, I seasoned the other side then. Gotcha. uh, Just to get some seasoning on there. But I didn't want to season them with too much because I wanted to kind of, you know, this was kind of a first run. I want to get a feel for the products pretty much as is. I wonder if that's why they wanted you to um, oil the slabs, slabs, the cuts themselves. Yeah. Rather than worrying about the pan. Yeah, I ended up adding quite a bit of oil to the yeah. pan. Probably like two. I probably, I went with just a drizzle because they said to spray the patties. And I was like, okay, so lightly oil. Mm. Um, but I, I think two tablespoons is what you need to be using yeah. in a pan. And oil the things. And maybe oil the things too. I yeah. don't know. Because I feel like that, maybe they absorb some of it. Yeah. And then they become just a couple of slippy babies down there. Maybe. Yeah. They stuck like crazy. Yeah. But they, um, anyway, you're supposed to fry them till they're crisp on the outside and then serve them. I made them with roasted broccoli and mashed potatoes. Yeah. It went real classic. Yeah. And we ate them for dinner. We ate them. What did you think, Dave? Well, uh, when I, when I had the chicken cutlet that we tried the last time, I remarked on how the, the taste itself, was pretty straightforward straightforward chicken like if it were chicken it would have needed more seasoning Mm -hmm. but the texture experience was fantastic and it had kind of a stringiness that i i didn't see in a lot of other vegan meats uh that was also true of the steak cutlet as well yeah i thought that that stringiness and that toughness was there i think it's a little bit less appropriate for a steak than it is for chicken yeah but i think that any toughness to a steak cutlet, like I appreciate and I liked it. It just felt, it felt more like a bullseye with a chicken experience than it did with a steak experience. Interesting. Um, okay. But I was thankful for the toothfulness of it. And a steak is nothing if not tooth, toothsome, you know, yeah. toothfulness, toothsomeness. Um, flavor wise, I thought this had more of a, a lean in a direction than the cutlet, the chicken cutlet did. I enjoyed the flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit smoky, I thought, which mm-hmm. was nice. I did not add anything that would have done that. So it was yeah. that was from the cutlet itself. Yeah. And it was, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think if this had been the first meaty product I had tried ever, I would have been blown away. Yeah. I think I really like this. I think this has a place in our house. Yeah. Like forever. And... I think that we will improve and find ways to riff on it. That'll plus it up even more. Yeah. But I think it's really, really strong. Yeah. What'd you think? Well, uh, I really loved this. I thought the texture was great. I loved the seared out. I felt like it's seared on the outside, Mm -hmm. like a steak. And then it was tender on the inside. Mm I, I, like I told you, I seasoned it with salt, pepper, and garlic. I think that if I that next time we cook these, I would marinate it, um, to get like a little bit more flavor in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I dipped it in some Southern style or some South Carolina barbecue sauce. Is that what? That's what that is, right? Um, that no, Southern soul. Yeah, I don't know that that's South Carolina. I don't know that that. No, no, it wasn't. It was just a regular barbecue sauce. It was hot barbecue sauce. Yeah. yeah. I dipped spicy. it in some hot barbecue yeah. sauce and it was great. Yeah. I thought it was delightful. The other thing about these, they're mushroom based, mm-hmm. the meaty products. And um, I one of my goals for 2024 
is to eat more protein. I went down some rabbit holes when I was sick. When I asked you what your goals were. I know. It just occurred to me because I was thinking. Anyway, uh, one of my goals is to eat more protein. While I was sick in bed with the flu on December 30th in New York City, (laughs) Dave was at a fish show and I was in bed having one of the worst nights of my year. Just I felt like absolute trash. And uh, I went down a rabbit hole of like, protein needs for athletes because I was like because I skate a lot y'all I skate a lot did y'all know that a lot (laughs) and I um it turns out I need you need a lot more protein when you're doing something that active on such a regular basis uh so I've been trying to eat more protein and I loved these and I was like, oh man, they're mushroom though. I bet they don't have a lot of protein. 17 grams of protein in that patty. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like a good amount. Yeah. So I was delighted about that too. Speaking of a lot, mm-hmm. uh, not cheap. No. How much was it for the two? Oh, I don't know. I don't look at price tags, but I remember thinking, this is not cheap. Yeah. Oof. Make a note. Make a note of that on the podcast three months ago when I bought it. Um, the other thing, portion size, pretty pretty small. They're little babies. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I think that, in general, our portion sizes are too large, and that is one of several problems that we have with our relationship to food in this country. But I do think that it's worth pointing out here, like, I say this thing will be in our house forever. This would not be... This is not a staple. At this price, it can't be a staple. But it can be a nice, fun, for sometimes meal. You know, or a regularly nice meal that you do for yourself. I'm still looking for what's that chicken breast that's my lunch go-to. Yeah. That's my easy dinner go-to when my plans fall through. Affordable. Right. Like, I don't have that. I want that. And we both, I think, I mean, you practice it more than me. Like, tofu is just... We eat it a lot, but it is off my radar as like a, ooh, let's do that. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like what we do when there's not another idea. Mm-hmm. You know? It's our kind of our default. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for things like this, though. Like this mushroom cutlet would be a great tofu replacement. Yeah, you just know? to mix things up. Yeah. Not to bag on tofu. I love tofu. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is fun to mix it up. I There was a point... Last year, one of the things I was trying to do was actually eat less tofu mm-hmm. because we were eating tofu like four nights a week. Yeah. And um, that's what turned me into a soy boy. Yeah. Exactly. It caused all the problems. All the problems. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, I was replacing them with beans. I was like, we're not going to, in our shepherd's pie, lentils. Because yeah, I, want, I want tofu back in the shepherd's pie, please. <laughs> it is good in the shepherd's yeah. pie. I know. I just, th- I, we need to eat more beans. Because they're good for your body. Can we eat more beans but less lentils? Yeah. Yeah. I just love lentils. They're so versatile. Yeah. They're something. Mm. That is one quality that they have. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, Dave. So, one to ten goals for 2024. Mm -hmm. How many goals do you give Meaty Cutlet? I'm going to give these. So, uh, I was just on their website. Uh, looking at their prices, and it's about $13 for that two-pack. Okay. So, with that in mind, I will give them a six. Yeah. Because they are too expensive. I would love to eat these all the time, but I cannot. And so, six. Meaty, I would give you a 10 if the price came down significantly. But I can't. I mean, that's, that's not a weekly... We can't have that in our house every week. We just can't. I think that we're at a, a tipping point right now. I'm, I, I don't know if you knew this about me, but I'm an economist as well. Um, I think we're at a tipping point right now where these things are the price that they have to be because of the moment in technology where they are right now and that that is changing and these things are becoming more affordable. I say this because... I just got back from Costco yesterday mm-hmm. where I got a two pack of Wonder Eggs for $10. Yeah, you Shout did. Shout out to Lee for giving us the heads up. This was a thing that's $9 at Whole Foods for a six pack. 
And now it's $5 for two. And yeah, it's Costco. And yeah, bulk. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. But that's a change. Yeah. That's... That makes it more accessible. It's going in that direction. And things like that will happen in a non-Costco environment as well. Again, I'm an economist, so you can kind of trust me on stuff like this. Oh, yeah, of course. I think that if I were to... I don't know anything about Meaty. A good podcaster would have done a little research on that company, but I did not because I am not. I don't think they want this cutlet to be $13 or this pair of cutlets to be $13, you know? Yeah. I got the impression that this is what it needs to be to be on the market. I think that if it is successful, I think it has a lot going for it. The Mm -hmm. flavor, the specialness of it, the packaging is beautiful. Where did you get these? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. The... You feel like you're you're doing something fancy for yourself when you buy this. Yeah. I think that they put that out there with their marketing and their branding. So you, you I agree with you that we could not do this frequently at this amount per cutlet, but I do feel like we bought that feeling like we were going to get something special. And I feel like what we got, maybe not $13 a pair of cutlets special, but was pretty darn good. Wait a minute. I'm right now I'm on Amazon because you can shop Whole Foods through the Amazon app. And I'm seeing nine dollars and they're on sale right now for six fifty for a pair of them. So you could just delete everything that I said? Seven so the steak is eleven dollars for a two pack and it's eight dollars right now on okay. sale. Damn. Should I order a bunch of meaty while no, it's on but sale? <laughs> this is why I don't look at price tags. Um, yeah, because I have so, such well-formed opinions that are price tag agnostic. <laughs> the thirteen-dollar two-pack though was on the Meaty website. Mm. It's weird that it's so much cheaper at Whole Foods. Look up where to buy on the Meaty website. Since you're on your phone while I'm talking, anyway, let's uh, let's make this work for us. Mm-hmm. Sprouts has it, and Whole Foods has it. Okay. Look, if Sprouts upbeat, upbeat has it. Yum. Upbeat is like a a bowls place where you choose your base and your toppings and stuff. That's right by work. Mm-hmm. Dang. Just when I thought I was out. I'm here to change your life. You're here to cost me 30 bucks. I got to tell Leo. He's newly obsessed with Upbeat. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all should meet there for lunch. That'd be cute. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if the point I was making holds anymore, but... Uh... Write in and let us know if it does. <laughs> uh, I think this stuff's getting cheaper. The stuff okay. got cheaper while I was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to raise my rating to an eight. I'm going to give it eight uh, New Year's goals. What about you? How many goals in 2024? I'm going to give it seven. Yeah. I think that I don't. I don't think I paid six dollars for it. I don't think I paid nine dollars for it. So I think your sentiment about it at six out of 10 Mm -hmm. is the exact point that I was going to make, that it's just too expensive to be a staple. I think that if that changes, that's awesome. And that will increase the score. I think that's going to take more than a sale. Yeah. Because I think that's what we're seeing with Beyond right now at Kroger. It's on sale like every other week. And it's like, that rules. I love that it's on sale. That's not good for them. That's not good for... The longevity yeah. of you, you are not getting beyond products for that price. You're getting beyond products on sale for that price. Right. You're not getting meaty products for that price. You're getting meaty products on sale for that price. As long as that is the case and you're not getting meaty products for that price, it's not going to be a staple in your life. Yeah. Cause you don't know when that price is going to go back right. up. So I think they got a little bit of work to do in the world, but I think that. Their product is delicious, the, like perfectly like it's the one to be a success. Yeah. Well, I would like to get some um, some corn vegan stuff uh, because it's also mushroom based. It's so smug. Corn? Yes. But it's like an OG. The name is so smug, though. I don't name. like it. I was like, what do you think you're doing when I pass it? When I stroll the freezer aisle, I'm like, what do you think you're doing? Who do you think you're impressing? I think of corn as being really old 
like Worthing, like I don't know if any of you have been vegan long enough to remember Worthingtons, the vegan meats that come in a can. Ugh. Not me. They have been around. I think of corn as like that kind of 60s, 70s style vegan meat. Hmm. That's like, it's been around. But wasn't corn's whole thing? Like that most of that stuff wasn't vegan? Most of the corn stuff had egg in it. Yeah. But they now have started releasing a vegan line. Hmm. They have a vegan line that's newish. Like the last few years. Corn, get at us. Yeah. Send us a, what do they make? Chicken stuff. Chicken stuff. Send, send us, us a some, chicken stuff. Send us a vegan chicken stuff. They make chicken nuggies. I had them at Kroger. Okay. They were doing samples. Oh, yeah? Were they smug about the name? Were you like, not corn? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking corn. <laughs> what if I told you we weren't? It's mushroom, everybody. Dave. Yeah. You want to eat a Kit Kat bar? Sure. This Kit Kat came all the way to Orlando with us and back. Yeah, and um, and it looked like it. So it it the it's broken in half. Is my point? It has already do been, your joke. It's already been given a break. It's not a visual joke. So here's the story with these. My friend Leo was finding vegan Kit Kats on Amazon. What I know, and he just told me recently that he can't find them anymore. But he was finding them on Amazon, and so last time he ordered a box of them, he saved one for me. How nice. And this is that Kit Kat. Isn't that nice? What yeah. a nice friend. He's a nice friend. And and here we are, lumping it up. I you mean, this, this looks beat. You need to take a picture of this and put it on the pot. It's so bad. It looks like it's not food safe, and that the bacteria have altered the shape of the packaging. I'm trying to hold it at an angle that really shows what a goddamn mess it is. All right. You ready? Let's do this. Oh, this poor Kit Kat. I'll take this and then I'll hand this over to you. All right. So my my little piece of that Kit Kat bar is broken not only into a piece but in half. So I can see in the middle all the little wafery bits. I haven't had a Kit Kat in so long, y'all. I got to say that the color here looks good. The wafer inside looks good. I'm the, like usually like sometimes the stuff is chalky. Mm-hmm. The the Linder balls were, were chalky. They were. They were. They were. It's a Kit Kat, guys. They did it. They did it. Holy shit. UK vegans, you don't know how lucky. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They make fun of us all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good shit. Dang. Dang, that's good. We got a letter? Dim Sim Kitty writes, Maybe it is all of the extremely smutty OFMD fanfic I have been reading, but who in their right mind would call any food place the creamy spot? <laughs> <laughs> Then she goes on to say, the creamy spot is where my goodles are. Stop it, Dave. So this is referring to the ice cream spot in Best End Brewing? It's inside of Best End Brewing. Yes. That, the uh, creamy it's spot all vegan ice cream is or? inside the Best End. Yes, it's all vegan soft serve. And so you got in the Best End and you found yourself at the, at the creamy spot and you were like, I'm starting to get hungry. Mm-hmm. That's you like started having that. some of that cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you came back and told me all about it. Correct. Yeah. That's and I, I rooted you on. You did. You were supportive. Yeah. I no, appreciate I that. I like to, you know, well, would have liked to have been there, but you yeah, know, I you was know. happy that, that you got creamed. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I got creamed. Yeah. So yeah, the Goodles, the Goodles episode is where that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm just connecting all the dots for. For the listener. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dimsum Kitty. Yeah. Thank you. How's, hope everything's going good over there. Yeah, happy New Year to you. Do they do New Year? Are they on the same year as us? Don't look at me <laughs> like that, please. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Listener Dim Sim Kitty is in Australia. It's summer in Australia. Yeah, but it's still January. I know, but do- New Year's Eve happens in the winter. <laughs> do they do it in... Shut up. <laughs> Australia listeners, if you haven't thrown your phone ac- against the wall, get at us. Do you do New Year's? Do you uh, celebrate? Shut, stop. Do you celebrate stop the dawning of the. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. 
it, it's an interesting question, though, that I would like to ask our Australian listeners. Yeah. Because it's a different hemisphere. Mm-hmm. You may not know this, oh. but it's the Southern Hemisphere. Educate me. Winter is summer and summer is winter there. I see. So they're in the middle of summer right now. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Where we, on the other hand, are cold. Yeah. Yeah. Too cold. I'm cold. Too cold. So my question to Australian listeners, anyone in the Southern Hemisphere can answer. Slow down. Don't answer right now. Let me finish. Because we have so many listeners. That's the joke. Okay. Clamoring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are there any holidays that move to take advantage of the fact that it's warm in January time? Are there any... (laughs) Are there any holidays? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm laughing. It's not funny. Are there any holidays that move from where they would be in the Northern Hemisphere to the Southern Hemisphere because of the change in climate? Because we experienced different climates during those months. Get at us. I know that it's a hot Christmas in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. Super hot. Yeah. Get ready for a... Do they say hot Christmas? Have a hot Christmas? (laughs) If not, Dave has some suggestions for you. Have a hot Christmas down under, right? (laughs) It's what they say. Yeah. Um, But no, it's a real question. Are there any holidays that we celebrate that move because the temperature does not accommodate that holiday? Thank you for the letter, Dim Sim Kitty. Do you want to write us a letter? Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or slide into our DMs, TalkinTofuPod on Instagram. I read and respond to everyone. And thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Wow. Wow. And do us a big favor and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is the number one way that people discover our little show. Another way you can support the show is by picking up some merch. Grab yourself a Talkin' Tofu mug, tea, sticker, and more in our Tea Public shop. That's teapublic.com slash talkin-tofu. Hey, speaking of stuff you can buy. Listener, I have created a weekly planner. It is an all-in-one day planner and weekly meal planner. It has space for the whole year. There are 52 weeks, and every week is broken out by day. It is an undated planner, so you can start it at any time. It doesn't have to be January 1st. And it's got space to get your life together and your meals together all in one place so you can integrate meal planning with planning your week-to-week plans. Hell yeah. It is. I'm very excited. I have worked really hard on it, and I launched it in mid-December, and um, I hope that you will check it out. You can check that out on my website. There's links to find the planner all over the place now. Yeah. Yeah. Looks awesome. And I am Glue and Glitter on Instagram and Threads, and you can find my recipes and that planner at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Also, I uh, recently did a guest spot on Weird House Cinema, the Friday episode of the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast, where uh, I joined host Robert Lamb to talk about Gate 2, the sequel to The Gate, a movie that we covered in the past. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc., our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 